generation ideas. Next generation ideas. Next generation ideas. Hello, 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 check. Welcome to the Gen XXXL podcast episode three. I'm your host, Tom. Uh, this is where we're going to take a look back at the most next generation ideas of the month. In the Gen XXXL podcast series, we take a look at what ideas are shaping the world of brands, Web3 design and society in general. It's a podcast for thinkers, creators, brand leaders and entrepreneurs and anyone interested in what tomorrow looks like. Anyone who wants to be a part of the next generation. It's about and for people who pave the future. The evolving landscape of our society is fast moving, so we try to simplify that change for you so you can stay ahead of the curve and keep on top of the most cutting edge ideas. This episode is the July Rewind. Hope you get inspired by some of the ideas from this month and enjoy. So the first idea from this month is about architecture, it's about communities, it's about bringing people together um, and it happens in Laredo in America in the United States with Nuevo Laredo in Mexico. It's very interesting like the, the names there, New Laredo and Laredo, um, as you'll see based on the idea. Basically this part of the border was planned to be a site for the border wall. Uh, Trump's infamous border wall. Uh, it's going to be a massive blockade between the two the two cities named Laredo and New Laredo. So they wanted to completely shut the two communities off from each other when they'd had historically, you know, strong connections. And literally, you can see the other city from over the river. Incredibly, though, thanks to the No Border Wall Coalition campaign based in Laredo, uh, the site's now in the process of being transformed into a flourishing river park plans to um, quote stimulate trade enhance tourism and improve habits quote um, which is just amazing when you see the picture of it and um, which you can check out on the on the article next generation ideas the july rewind you can see it's a incredibly beautiful looking space the river comes through the middle there's a bridge connecting it there's a, a, a forest site there's paths that you can cycle you can listen to music with friends you can connect to new people um, it's really so much more beautiful than a wall would have been i think we can all agree on that now unfortunately this coalition are only based in laredo at the moment they don't uh, work in other parts of the border but they do hope to be a blueprint for other towns so we love this idea because it's about connection, not division. It's about bridges, not walls, and it's about nature. Next this next idea also has a very strong humanist philosophy behind it. It's from Ai Weiwei, who's a multidisciplinary artist. And this piece of his is a uh, sculpture, a metal sculpture, installed in Stockholm outside of their National Museum. The piece is called Arch, and it takes on challenges of sovereignty, borders, and free movement. In the middle of this big cage-like structure, there's a space that's open to nothing inside it's just the, the the edge of the figures you can see it two interlocked grappling people um, it creates this beautiful archway in the space that you can walk through you can be in um, and you know you can really feel their exertion these characters and their desire to break free from their confinement feel like the citizens who uh, 
um, get to experience this outside the museum can really put themselves in the shoes and minds of someone who's trapped and I think there's a beautiful potential of this public piece to drive empathetic and reflective responses from the public that encounter it. It's art for change and it's art that can influence public opinion, which is especially impactful when it's on the street, when it's out there for people to see in public spaces. So we really love this idea from Ai Weiwei this month. He's currently based in Lisbon, Portugal, um, which he uses the city as a base, uh, but mainly works in the countryside to be inspired. Um, always love seeing what comes out of his mind so thank you for this one i wait wait next idea number three from this month is a beautiful new take on the boombox from a collaboration with balenciaga the fashion house and bang and olufsen the sound company they've created a gorgeous looking handbag uh, that also functions as a speaker um, the bag is it's all black it's very stylish it's very sleek and you're walking down the street you might not notice that it has a speaker on the side of it um, but we love this idea because it's retained its ability as a functional purse and it's added this extra function as a speaker um, I've seen some other companies doing similar things, testing where they can put sound, you know, you have uh, uh, backpacks that have boom boxes in, um, you have hats that have speakers uh, sewn into the sides of the hat and all amazing ideas. But just really love this idea because it sort of raises that, that the elegance of these designs. It's not just about where you can put sound, it's about how you can make that sound look, you know, and it brings these two sensory elements together. Um, there's only 20 purses available, so it's not a thing that's available for the public. We're not going to see it walking down the high street. We're not going to have a sound clash between two of these purse speakers. Um, but we really do believe this design could you know, inspire and be part of a, another generation of portable speakers that test and innovate with shape and form and not just function. Idea number four this month is a new product from health and technology company Ultra Human. It's their Smart Ring. I've heard of the Smartwatch. Really nice products. They look very sleek on the user. Imagine a Smart Ring that's so small it can fit just around one finger. You can barely notice it. And Ultra Human claim that the Smart Ring can give you the same sorts of advice, the same sorts of health advice as things like a smartwatch, but to a much deeper level. It's actually designed to work in collaboration with their first product, the Cyborg. It can also be used as a standalone product though. Um, and what they try to do, Ultra Human, they try to tap into your biomarkers, your basic biomarkers, and help you understand what they call metabolic fitness. The idea from them is that by understanding your metabolism at different times of the day, you can understand what are the right things to eat, what, when are the right times to eat, what type of exercise you should do and when you should exercise. And by understanding these things about your body, you're essentially biohacking your body, you're getting one step ahead of the game because you can look further into your own biology than if you're just looking at your blood pressure and your heart rate. So it's really exciting to see how this smart ring is going to give the user more, more personalized, more deep and more, um, more reflective ideas about your health because it's really going to be personalized to each person who puts that ring on and each person's body which you know every everybody everyone's body is unique so some fitness plans that are made general fitness plans they're not going to work for everyone but by you know adapting fitness plans to your own biomarkers you can create a health plan that works for you so this idea is really really exciting Next fifth 
idea from this month is coming from the Web3 uh, DeFi space. Really interesting new idea called SocialFi. It's an emerging market of social media technology where the creators essentially want to give back control of data to the users. It's no secret that social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, the others, you know, they own pretty much all of the data that goes in and out of their platform. They monetize that, they sell it to the highest bidder, they, they can and maybe arguably do already weaponize that data to, you know, influence what you buy, to show you adverts about different things, to uh, algorithmically dictate how, what you see on your social media. And the user is just a user in these social media platforms. But the technology behind SocialFi, they're working on the, the decentralized technologies of blockchain, the decentralized technologies that a lot of DeFi companies are working on at the moment to essentially give the users ownership of all of the data they create. There's no full-scale platform right now that functions in the same way to a TikTok or a Facebook, but the idea is growing. And this is a really interesting paradigm shift um, because it's about privacy, security, data and power issues, which have been very important for years and years and years. And even more so when we had the, the Snowden revelations, the WikiLeaks revelations, we know that our data isn't always used in a good way or a consensual way. And consent is a big question around this. Did you say yes to your data getting used in the way it does now? Did we agree to this? Did we have a conversation about this throughout society? And the large scale answer is no, that conversation is still going on. There's, there's been no time that we've agreed or voted that our data should be available to the highest bidder. But here we are. So this social fire day could really change the shape of how social media um, sits in our society. Sixth and final idea of this month comes from Carlsberg. It's a packaging innovation. The packaging for drinks and alcoholic drinks in particular has been fairly homogenous over the years. Generally, you can find beer or wine or other drinks in cans or bottles. There's not really many other options. Uh, unlike the food industry where packaging has become so diverse, so many ways and different shapes of jars, uh, cardboard cutouts to cover it, boxes you can bundle it into, really interesting innovations there but the alcoholic drinks industry it, it's difficult because of the way that the drinks are served the speed at which they need to be served how they need to be stored and the fact they're always on the move but Carlsberg have had a really interesting idea and put a lot of money into the research used uh, alongside a packaging company to develop a paper fiber bottle that they claim can retain the fizz and taste just as well as glass and insulate it better using this type of packaging they claim means huge carbon savings energy savings in recycling, and also cost savings in distribution thanks to the reduced weight, which is all great things to hear. As long as the bottles, I mean, don't melt in your mouth like the paper straws that you're given in bars, um, really would be interested and excited to try this. They say at the moment that they still are using a thin plastic film inside the paper bottle to stop the the moisture and the drink getting through into the paper, but they are still working on a way to remove the plastic completely and to develop a, a fibrous paper-based or perhaps other plant-based product that can line the inside of this packaging. 
really, really interesting. I feel like the alcoholic drinks industry is in need of some innovation in this area. So I'm excited to see how this tastes and maybe to see other companies following suit and trying to develop new and exciting ways to to deliver the drink because the packaging is the first thing the customer sees. It's how it feels to them. It's what do they think when they look at it. It's the first and massive step in selling your product and the customer experience. Really exciting idea from Carlsberg. Jen Triple XL crew, thank you so much for listening to the July episode of Next Generation Rewinds. Really hope you enjoyed this month. As always, if there's any ideas you read this month that you think we should have covered or should be aware of, please send them over. Really interested to hear about ideas we might have missed that might be paving the future, that might be shaping the next generation and shaping what tomorrow looks like. Please get in touch. Please let us know what you think. And I just wanted to leave you with an extra idea. Um, it's not idea number seven for the month. It's just a really exciting thing. I think you should go to the article to check it out because two space telescopes, the the James Webb and the Hubble Space Telescope have both released new images of stars this month and they just look incredible. The technology that, that these telescopes can use to get such a clear and vivid picture of the night sky, of the incredible number of stars that are out there in the galaxy. It's just so inspiring. It's so breathtaking and jaw-dropping to understand what these stars, what these galaxies, what these clusters look like. Um, one of the pictures is of a globular cluster, which is a really dense amount of stars all together. The gravity of them keeps them all very close to each other. Just incredible thousands, if not, if not millions of stars in this singular cluster. And these telescopes are going across the night sky, taking pixel by pixel to try and break down everything that we can see in our universe. It's new age astronomy, uh, which is really just beautiful to watch. Beautiful to watch. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Go to the, go to the website to check out those images and can't wait to see you next month. Next Generation Ideas